The Q Morning Crew on Q108. When is the last time you tried to keep things low-key, but you ended up getting <laughs> embarrassed? It happened to one of us yesterday at Tiffany's birthday party, and it wasn't Tiffany. <laughs> First of all, did you have a good birthday lunch? It was beautiful. We had a, a bunch of people from the station. We all went over to Kohana yep. and had a delicious sushi, and some had ramen, and it was oh, so good. It was. Uh, Kohana's great. And it was good to get out of the office for a little bit with yeah. so many of our coworkers. And yeah. sometimes you just need to change the setting, especially when you work in the same very small vicinity. Correct. Every day, day in and day out. It's yeah. nice to see your friends and coworkers in a different setting. Correct. Um, so let me set up what happened. We had a meeting yesterday. When we all got done with the meeting, everybody headed over for your and Mandy's birthday lunch. So we get there. I I took a little bit longer to get there because I had to finish one thing uh, before. So when I showed up, there's 16 people. I made 17. When I got there, there was only one seat available and that was the seat at the head of the table. Yes. So I wasn't thrilled about sitting there because it's not my birthday. I'm not the focus. But you and Mandy were in the middle, and I get it. You want to be surrounded by your friends. Everyone's talked to you. Totally understand. So I'm sitting at the head of the table, already not happy about this. <laughs> it then comes time to order food. And when you're in a situation like this, efficiency is key. You don't want to be that guy who's like, okay, well, I'll have two smoked salmon. I'll have two white tuna. Yeah, there's only so much room on the table, and only there's so a lot room. of us. Yes, yeah. and plus the poor waiter has to take 17 orders. He doesn't want to have to write a thousand things. So I just ordered what their like dinner was, which was like a roll, which is like eight pieces, and then it was like 12 pieces of nigiri. But I also figured I wasn't going to like some of it because it was a chef's choice. Mm-hmm. Whatever, not a big deal. So I ordered that. Everybody orders. Food starts coming out. Some people got like the chicken curry. Boom. One plate. Somebody got a Philadelphia roll. One plate. They brought mine out on what I can only assume is Noah's Ark. It was an actual literal boat of food. It was huge. All of a sudden, everybody is commenting on me being the captain of the SS Awkward. Yeah, it was. Well, it looked like they dropped the HMS Pinafore in front of your, <laughs> in front of you on the table. And, you know, here you are trying to be low key and you sit at the head of the table and order the most ostentatious thing on the menu. I mean, this boat was so big, it needed its own harbor. <laughs> it was a beautiful boat. I mean, it, the, the presentation was just amazing. The, I'm just surprised that, you know, fire eaters and hula hoop dancers didn't come out at the same time. <laughs> and, like, and like everybody had to have a comment of like, oh, nice boat of food, Kyle. <laughs> and I've been doing really good on my on my Riverside weight loss diet. Yes. And at this moment I was like, I had to put something over my face. I was like, nobody take a picture and show them. I do not want to get yelled Put at my way. your phones away. <laughs> do not want to see anybody with this huge boat in front of my face. All right, everybody put your phone in this bag. I am going to destroy them all with a hammer. <laughs>
But yes, it was just so incredibly awkward. I, at that moment, I felt like I was about three feet tall. But then again, that's probably because the darn Noah's Ark boat was so huge. <laughs> the Q Morning Crew on Q108. Speaking of raising your glass, you've tried so many different flavors in your coffee. Would you try pork in your coffee? Starbucks offering a pork braised latte. This is made with espresso and milk combined with braised pork flavor sauce, drizzled with a little more pork sauce, and topped with an extra bite of cooked pork breast. It's like bacon in your cup. Going to DoorDash now. No, this is only available in Shanghai. Okay, well. Yeah. So one person who tried this said that while the drink looks strange, it's surprisingly delicious with a sweet and salty flavor that combines the aromas of meat and coffee. Yet another user said it was disgusting and tasted like fermented bean curds. So. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate innovation. Mm-hmm. I appreciate thinking outside the box. Probably would fire somebody over this. It's all going down the gullet, right? You're having bacon and coffee. Eh, not mix the two. I mean, you know how much fantastic barbecue we have here in Tennessee. You think we can get like legends to make a, a to make a, a barbecue coffee? Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Like a uh, like if a anyone could brisket? do it right, legends could. Yeah, smoked brisket coffee or something like that. I would. I would try that. I would 100 percent try it because you get a little sweetness. With the barbecue? Then again, Legends does anything. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. I remember talking to the owner of Legends at uh, um, the the Christmas parade that I that I hosted. And he was just telling me about the items on his menu. And I was like, stop. So good. You're making me hungry. So, so good. <laughs> like, I want everything that you just mentioned. Yes. All of it, please. Amazing burgers. Oh, so good. I think I would give this a shot. Because, you know me, I love coffee. Like, coffee is my jam. Right. I drink it all day long. And you like especially the fancy coffee. This is fancy. I mean, it looks fancy. Even though there's a little slice of meat on top, it (laughs) looks fancy. But you know what? That's fine because sometimes, while I'm a bourbon whiskey guy, there are times when I brunch it up where I like to order a drink that literally has a snack in it. Yeah. You know, Bloody Mary with a shrimp cocktail, some Mm -hmm. bacon, some celery. Like You can put anything on a toothpick and stick it on a drink. That's right. Make it look fancy. 100%. Absolutely. That's why my Kool-Aid boxes always look so fancy all the time. They're like, is that olives on an on a <laughs> on an ecto cooler? It is. Hmm. Notice how my pinky is out as well. I'm going to need Keurig to get on this cuz you know we have a Keurig machine here in the studio. Oh yeah. Yeah, I wonder if we could find that flavor. Well, good news. They're unveiling their new product. Just check it out. I love coffee, but I wish there was a little something extra in it. How about pork? Um, I guess. Then move over Kerrig and get ready for Care Pig. Yes, each of our Care Pig pods are filled with porky goodness. Good morning, honey. Uh, don't even talk to me until I've had my morning coffee. Wait, is this bacon? Yep, it's from the Core Pig. I'm drinking pork chop flavored. Why? Yes, with all sorts of pork flavored coffee, the toughest thing about Care Pig is choosing which one. Do you have any regular coffee? Hmm, let's see. Uh, bacon and ham, ham, honey ham. Ham sandwich. Sorry, honey. Oh, come on. New Care Pig <laughs> Coffee. It's coffee and pork together at last in stores now. I can already feel my cholesterol going up. It is getting harder to find just a straight up cup of coffee, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the Q Morning Crew on Q108. If you ever wanted to 
know what it was like growing up in the 90s before cell phones were around. Well, today is your day. (laughs) There seems to be some issues this morning with cell service, especially with AT&T. But this is also affecting other carriers as well. Verizon, U.S. Cellular, bunch of different carriers right now are currently experiencing a nationwide outage, which is good because this morning when I got up, I wasn't paying attention to it, but like I got up, got dressed, drove into work. And when I got here, as I was walking in, I looked down at my phone and I noticed it's in SOS mode. And I was like, that's... Something you don't see every day. Correct. Like that is no cell network at all. So I thought, okay, just, you know, restart the phone. It happens sometimes. Restarted it. Oh, so you did reboot your phone. Yep. Twice. Still in SOS mode. Only to find out that apparently they've got these outages going on everywhere. So good day to go touch some grass. (laughs) Well, this is affecting... So many phones and carriers and services that the San Francisco Fire Department even tweeted out, we are having issues. If you need 911, please use a landline. And we were just talking about the whole landline just maybe a few days ago, how years ago we all got rid of our landlines. I haven't had a landline since I lived with my parents when I was 18. Because we realized that why are you going to pay an extra for a landline when everybody uses cell phones these days? Correct. They're always reliable. Well, this is why. (laughs) (laughs) You know that there's some person right now who has like a ham radio down in their basement and they're just like, see, you all said I was crazy. (laughs) You all said it was the end of the world. I've still got my landline with my corded phone. (laughs) (laughs) Going to start sending some smoke signals out if I need something. Good Lord. So that is, that's what's going on right now. Yeah. It's, I, if it's happening with your phone, it is happening across the country. Can I, can I just be honest about something? Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> when I first saw it, my, my first thought, I got anxiety because my first thought was, did I pay my phone bill? Yeah. Like I still, to this day, even though it's been a long time since I have, been that broke college student mm-hmm. who goes to like pay for something at the gas station and goes like, please go through, please go through, please go through, please that go through. still happens, especially when you're using your debit card and it's taking a while. Oh, yeah. Or or then it just, you know, oh, it must have timed out or it says ple- error, please use again. It's, and you want to look around and say, no, really, this is this is good. This should be going That's through. Right, guys. What's going on? I know there's, yes, this is, I don't know what this is. Like deep down inside, I, I so still. So much anxiety. Deep down inside, I still have that broke college student in me. Yeah. And that was my first thought was, oh, my gosh, did I pay the phone bill? Can't find out because I can't call AT&T to confirm or deny it. <laughs> But did I pay it? So Enjoy the day, Kyle. Enjoy the day. Want to play some backgammon or parcheesi or something? You know what? We might might need to go to Lee Irwin's office. He's got Monopoly. (laughs) He's got Monopoly back there. Let's go ruin some friendships. It's an old-fashioned day. Nostalgia day. Yeah, nostalgia day. Ruin friendships. I'm going to go get my Game Boy as well that doesn't have the light on it, so that way I can't use it when it gets dark. All the way back to the 90s. Welcome, kids. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. We're living in the 90s today. 
If you're looking at your phone and you see SOS only, you are not the only person. You did not forget to pay your cell phone bill. They're having some issues nationwide with some cell services, specifically AT&T is having the most amount of issues, but it is affecting other carriers as well. Yes. So since we're kind of living in the 90s right now, I thought it'd be fun if we went through, found some popular 90s pop culture trends and items, and I'm going to describe them. And Tiffany, I'm going to see if you can go back to the 90s. Okay. And remember what some of these are just based off of the 90s were a long time ago. Yes. And by the way, I got these descriptions by using chat GPT. So AI. Oh, boy. So, uh, here we go. I think we're starting off super easy here, all right? This was a basketball team in the 1992 Summer Olympics that featured Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Charles Barkley. Which team am I talking about, Tiffany? Well, that was the men's Olympic basketball team, right? But what was their nickname? The Dream Team. That's right! Very good! Young Kyle. Let's see. 92. So let's see. I was. uh, 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 uh. I was six years old. Wow. When the dream team took court. And I remember one time we were at a restaurant and they were playing like Angola. And I looked up and the score was something ridiculous, like 54 to one. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, we're really good. That was fun to watch. I mean, you had the legends. I love the dream of basketball. The legends. Like, how can you possibly go up against this team? There's a great documentary on the dream team that I go back and I watch at least every two to three months. It's so good. Check that out. You should. I'll I'll send it. I'll send it to you. You would really like it. All right. Next one. This was a plush toy that was released in 1996. It quickly became a cultural phenomenon and one of the most sought after toys of the holiday season. It's based off of a popular character from a very popular long running TV show based off of a furry red monster who's known for his contagious laugh. <laughs> Tickle me Elmo! Yes! Tickle me Elmo! I remember when Tickle Me Elmo came out. I didn't want I was a little too old yeah. for Tickle Me Elmo. I was 10 in 96, so I was over the Elmo phase. It was definitely a viral toy, if you could. If you could get it. it yeah. Uh, well, speaking of viral toys, this one was a tape recorder and player that was originally produced as a tie-in to the sequel of a very popular holiday movie in the early 1990s. The character in the movie that used it uh, used it uh, as a handheld microphone with which had a cassette compartment, and it allowed users to record and playback audio. Do you know what this toy is? It was a character from a movie or no, a TV no, 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 the toy, the toy that, that I was using. The toy is a tape recorder and player that was originally produced as a tie-in to a very popular sequel to a holiday movie. I have no idea. That would be the Talk Boy. From Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Never saw that. Never saw the sequel. And I've never heard of a talk boy. Oh, I wanted a talk boy so bad. (laughs) That was my number one gift that year. It sounds like fun. My parents got it for me. 
It was amazing. I loved it. I loved every single <laughs> bit of it. All right, moving on. Still in the toy gadget realm here. Okay. Okay. This was a handheld digital pet that was first introduced by the Japanese toy company Bandai in 1996. It's a blend. Uh, I'm sorry. It is characters that come from a small egg-shaped device with a simple black and white LCD screen. The screen displays a pixelated image of a virtual pet, which starts as an egg and hatches into a creature that the player must care for. Was this a Furby? No, it's not a Furby. I don't even know what a Furby is. I just remember that was really popular at one point. Those things were satanic. It's not a Pokemon thing, right? This was before Pokemon. Okay. Oh, gosh, I have no idea. This is a Tamagotchi. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, okay. it was a Tamagotchi. By the way, my Tamagotchi always died. <laughs> always. Always. I can never keep that thing alive. Partly why my parents were always hesitant to get me a pet. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Finally, we'll go with a, uh, this is going to be a TV show. Okay. okay. This TV show was adapted from the Japanese superhero Sentai series. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, but it combined live action footage with scenes featuring American actors. The premise of the show centered around a group of teenagers who were chosen by the by a wise sage to become an elite fighting force. And each fighter had their own different color and had access to a unique giant robot that they could pilot to fight against the evil forces. Was this the Power Rangers? You're darn right it's the Power Rangers! When they made Tommy, who was the green Power Ranger, into the white Power Ranger. Oh my gosh! I used to have like the white Power Ranger glove too that like in the thumb had like all sorts of like karate sounds and the theme. I remember when McDonald's came out with the Power Ranger, like the Power Ranger movie toy tie-ins, you actually got the morpher and it had like six different coins in there that you had to flip. <laughs> so that way you could be whichever one you wanted. So how does this tie into X-Files? It doesn't. <sighs> I was too young for X-Files. My parents wouldn't let me watch it because it was too scary for bedtime. Plus, they also didn't want me to pick up smoking from the smoking man. The smoking man. Yes. Yeah, see? <laughs> oh, man. We are all into the 90s right now, which you can catch more of during the Totally 90s Lunch Hour, coming up later at noon today. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. Do you remember when you were riding your bike, or do you remember when you got to teach your kids how to ride a bike? Big thing going on in the King household. My five-year-old got her first bike, and yesterday we finally got to take it out. Oh, this is exciting. It is kind of exciting. If you remember, I talked about how I missed the reveal of the bike. My wife had jumped the gun and I wasn't upset about it. I was a little disappointed because I wanted to see it, but I was okay because I knew that the majority of teaching the riding of the bike would be on me. So you had to put the bike together as well. It wasn't already yes. put together Correct. at the it store. Was not assembled. So I had to assemble the, that bad boy. How did that go, Kyle? Frustrating. <laughs> Many a curse word was How said. How are the directions <laughs> and the parts? Did they all match? <sighs> they were the most non-descriptive instructions <laughs> ever. But I got it done. I figured it out. 
because I am all that is man. Yes. Unless you've heard otherwise. Congratulations, Dad. I, thank you. So we went out yesterday to learn how to ride a bike. Now, the first thing I did was I wanted her to get on it just to see where we're at. Yeah. I needed to gauge where we're at in this process. What does she know? Because she's seen her friends riding around on a bike. Tiffany, this kid got on the bike, put her feet down on the pedals, and then started like shaking back and forth going like, come on, come on. And she goes, dad, it's not going. She wasn't moving her legs at all. <laughs> not at all. And I had to, dad, this bike is broken. It's not moving. <laughs> to go to her and, I was like, sweetheart, you, you have to. That's adorable. I was like, you got to pedal there, sweetie, you know? Oh, I love her. That's how it goes. Now, luckily, there was another, there's an older kid. She rides her bike constantly. So she, and I was like, hey, see how she's doing it? She's moving her feet. So I started like getting her used to that. Yeah. So then she just starts staring down at her feet to make sure she's paddling. Ma- yes. Not, Not looking, looking at up. anything. <laughs> so, and that's fine. I was like, okay, I need to work with her on getting that. So I would like guide her. I would hold her and and let her get used to it. So then she'd start getting used. And I'd be like, okay, Monica, look up. See where you're going. Paddle while looking up. Mm. So she'd start to do that a little bit. Well, then I was like, okay, I'm going to let her go. See what happens. So she's, she's looking up. She's paddling. She's paddling. Doesn't know how to steer. Unfortunately, it was trash day in our neighborhood. <laughs> so she's just bumping into everybody's cans. Well, you know, that's how you learn. <laughs> yes, it is. She fell a couple times and, you know, I had to like pick her up and I got to teach her that important life lesson that every parent teaches their kid yep. of like, sweetie, you're going to fall, but you got to get back up. Yep. Pick yourself you, back up. Exactly. Dust yourself off and, and get back on there. And she was doing a great job. She was having fun. She was getting a little frustrated as anybody is when they're learning a new skill. Yes. Adults get frustrated learning a new skill. <laughs> where we drew the line where we ended for the day was she started paddling. And she's looking up and she's learning to steer. So I let her go. And again, she has training wheels on there. And she just starts going, well, our cul-de-sac is kind of on a hill. And all of a sudden she was like, Dad, I can't stop. Oh, no. She doesn't know to go backwards yet. So I had to like sprint down there and stop her. <laughs> like, okay, you're all right. So finally she, she got off the bike and she was like, hey, can I go ride my scooter with my friends? And I don't want this to be something that she hates. Yeah. I don't want to be that parent that's like, no, we're learning how to ride a bike today. So get back on the bike. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, absolutely, sweetheart. Let's go get your, go get your scooter. Put your bike away. We'll learn more tomorrow. So yeah, it'll take time and, and she'll learn in her own time and when she wants to. We have we have a whole weekend planned of learning how to ride a bike. Now, if you've been through this before, I love coaching. I also love learning new tips, tricks, and techniques. 931-431-4108. If your cell phone is working today, please <laughs> give me a call. If you have any tips or tricks or even a funny story to pass along as well, we would love to hear from you. It's the Q Morning Crew on Q108. The Q Morning Crew on Q108. What's going on with our planes? <sighs> you mean my personal jet? I, I don't know. They're still working on it. You're about to hear audio from the latest incident in the air. This is a passenger on a cross-country United Airlines flight. 
capturing shocking video of the wing coming apart when the plane was making an emergency landing. This guy, Kevin Clark, he was among the passengers aboard this Boeing 757. They were flying from San Francisco to Boston when the right wing appeared to start shredding. Just about to land in Denver with the wing coming apart on the plane. Came apart when we took off in San Francisco. And we're just about on the ground. Looking at the picture, I would have been like, you've got to land this now before that wing comes off. Uh, Look, I... I will probably be on a plane at the end of March. They got to get this figured out, please. <laughs> please let this get figured out before I have to go down to Florida. It's so strange. And you wonder, is it, are these little things that we've never really noticed before? Is it because we all have cameras on our phones now? So we're all taking pictures and audio. Has it been happening forever? And we just never really noticed. You know, this... This might be one of those, like, we've been living in ignorance, and sometimes ignorance is bliss. Yeah, in this case, it might be. <laughs> but this could also be one of those situations where when one of these incidents happen, the media then starts showing all of the incidents happening. Like, remember years back when people were doing bath salts and yes. they're like, being crazy zombies almost, and, and the, the crazy clown thing? <laughs> yes, I remember the clown. It just starts happening and they just started, well, it's popular. Let's keep showing it right now. This could possibly be it, but also at the same time, airlines, what are you doing, baby? Like, come on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Get it together. Well, what that, that clip didn't show was the pilot talking to everybody. There's another clip out there where the pilot comes over and is addressing everybody oh, as this is happening. Okay. And I got to tell you, dude stays calm, cool, and collected. I don't know if I could do it, but <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to the pilot talking to the entire plane while this is going on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. If you look to your left, you'll see some mountains. And if you look to your right, actually, no, don't look to your right. There's nothing to see on your right. Everything's fine. and The wing is fine. And you there in C4B, stop looking to your right. In fact, everybody on the right side of the plane, please close your windows because there is nothing to see. Everything's great. Perfectly fine. Hey, look, flight attendants are coming around and juggling on the left side of the plane. Everybody look to your left because the flight attendants are juggling. So cool. They are wildly talented. Uh, um, hey, hey, I got a surprise for you. Free upgrades to anybody who doesn't look to the right. Don't look to the right. The wing is fine. We know you have a choice which airline you fly, and uh, you definitely chose the one with two perfectly fine wings, especially the one on the right. <laughs> I feel so much better. Oh, man. I'm going to need all of the in-flight drink credits I can get after that. The Q Morning Crew on Q108.